Welcome to the Rouse Project. On this podcast, you will learn how to thrive in every aspect of life. family, entrepreneurship, personal development, tech, and marketing using real, raw, and 100% no bullshit proven tactics. My name is Ivan Tomokov, and I'm your host. Also, if you'd like to reach me directly, you can text me at 314-916-4875. Again, that number is below. If you're watching live, uh, 314-916-4875, and that is my direct and private line. Ladies and gentlemen, you've already lost before you've begun. That is what I want to talk about today. But before we get into the topic of today's episode, welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, episode 118. Wow. Hard to believe. 118 episodes. And that is only live episodes that I can actually count of the Roz Project. Uh, that I have done, well, I guess over the last couple of years, really, at this point, since we really started doing the show live. You can watch and listen currently on Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, YouTube, Twitch, and Periscope. And of course, this audio episode will be available on all major outlets later today, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, or really anywhere else that you get your podcast from any main outlet. Ladies and gentlemen, you've already lost before you've be, you've begun. Okay? And and I want to talk about this, but before we discuss that topic for this episode, and did you guys notice that there's a new podcast intro? Those of you that have been following me for a while, especially over the last uh, six years through the evolution of the Roz Project, which there's a lot of people out there that actually don't even know what Roz actually stands for. Roz stands for raw as shit. And the reason the name exists is, like I said in the intro, you are going to get 100% real raw, no bullshit proven tactics on how to learn and learn how to thrive and grow in every aspect of your life family, entrepreneurship, personal development, tech, and marketing. So I'm pretty excited about this new podcast intro. And, you know, I'm fairly consistent with things, you know, but this podcast intro, you know, uh, has really, 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 really uh, something that, you know, has been uh, eating me. Yeah, eating me. That's the best word that I could come up with, literally, because here's the thing. There's been a lot of people, especially over the last year, who have listened to the Roz Project, have reached out to him and said, Ivan, man, I fucking love your podcast, bro. It is so real. It is so heartfelt. It's no bullshit. You talk about your real experiences in life with family, with business, with technology, with marketing. You know, over the last 25 years, hello, that's exactly why the Roz Project exists, okay? And I'm so humbled that... Many of you have, you know, expressed interest and and reached out to me and and look, I am happy to hear the the content that you're getting from this podcast is helping you move the needle in some form or fashion in your life, in your business, with family, in your relationships. This is why I built this podcast. And I know, I know, I know, I know. I know a lot of people there's a lot of skeptics out there who will say, 
well, Ivan, how is this podcast really any different? Well, it's different based on the contextual value, based on the experience that you get. There's literally no other podcast out there that does it the way that we do it. And by the way, if this is your first time tuning in, we also have special guests who join us on the podcast. So what you're seeing today, what you're hearing today is actually an anomaly. I don't actually normally do the live podcasts that often anymore. And a lot of it has to do because, you know, business has gotten busy, life has gotten busy, and I really had to get more productive, more efficient, more coordinated, and more structured in my efforts. And I'm sure that some of you can relate if you're a business owner, if you're a father, uh, you know, if you're a husband, if you're a wife, you know, if you're a mother, right? So, Let's get right into it, okay? Now, again, we're talking about you've lost before you've begun. Now, wh why I want to talk about this, okay? And I'll give you some reasons of why this is so important. And we've got a, a Facebook user who commented, lost before you won. That is a rabbit hole of a topic. Yes, it is a rabbit hole of a topic. Thank you for, for chiming in, by the way, Facebook user. It is a rabbit hole uh, of, a, of a topic. And you want to know why? is because 99% of people who start something, whether it's a relationship or, or family or, or business specifically, which is what I'm going to focus on heavily in this episode, have already lost before, before they've started. You know? You know, it's, 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 oh, and we got another comment here. So, um, <laughs> Let me not get sidetracked. We got people watching again on Facebook, on YouTube, on on Periscope, on on, on LinkedIn Live um, as well. But look, you've already lost before you've begun. Okay. And and and, and let me let me talk about this. Uh, talk about this, and hopefully I don't get any more uh, distractions here, so I can really focus on the things that I want to share with you guys today. One of the most common misconceptions when it comes to entrepreneurship specifically is instant gratification. A lot of you are starting businesses or think have amazing ideas for a business and thinking that you're going to win immediately. I have a rude fucking awakening for you, ladies and gentlemen. I have been in the marketing space alone for 25 years. Okay. And I feel like my business over the last five years have, has just really started to propel. And it's actually five years ago when I actually started Razor Sharp Digital, because prior to that, I spent time in the agency environment. Okay. And I will tell you this firsthand, I learned, firsthand, I learned that. One of the biggest misconceptions that entrepreneurs have is instant gratification. You have a great idea. You think you can change the world. You think you can create impact. You know what? It ain't going to happen overnight. It's not. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that, but that is the reality of things. It is not going to happen overnight. Okay? There's so much more that has to happen before you actually win. And here's the thing. One of the biggest misunderstandings, too, is that there is no guaranteed success. 
A lot of entrepreneurs that start businesses, I mean, I've heard people start businesses because they got laid off from a job or they thought that, you know, they were going to get rich, you know, uh, building a business or, you know, some, some ludicrous reason. And then the reality of things is that there is no guarantees. There's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees in, in business, especially in business. There's no guarantees. I'm going to be honest with you. For me personally, it feels like every single day, every single day, it's a hundred to zero for me, a hundred to zero. Okay. Literally I could be sky high. Things could be going great. And the next minute shit is flipping over. Hell is breaking loose. Damage control, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be having phone calls at nine o'clock in the evening, answering emails and whatnot. Look, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to entrepreneurship and business, it is probably one of the most unorthodox, unconventional, challenging, disruptive things you have ever done. This is why 99% of entrepreneurs fail. 99% of entrepreneurs fail and quit. Which I could go down that road and, and talk about this is because, and again, there's a huge difference between failing and quitting and failing and keep going. You will fail. I will tell you that you will fail. You have to understand that you got to get comfortable with your failures. And by the way, here's, here's one lack of understanding that entrepreneurs have speaking from my own personal experience. You don't know what you're getting into. You're stepping into foreign territory. Okay. Look, when I started my business, there was so much I didn't know, and there's so much I still don't know, which by the way, if you want to grow, if you want to evolve, if you want to continue to innovate in your own space, you are going to have to embrace the mentality of a lifelong learner. There's literally something new that I learn every single day, and maintaining that optimistic mindset is extremely important because you know what I used to think in the beginning? I used to think I know it all. I'm the best marketer. I'm the best technology guy. I spent 25 years doing this stuff. And that's bullshit. Look, we live in one of the best times in human history, but we also live in one of the most challenging times of human history. And you're going to have to understand that you're going to learn as you go. You're going to have to learn as you go. I mean, when I started my business, there's so much I didn't know about accounting. There's so much that I, I didn't know about building processes and procedures. There's so much that I didn't know about the building core values. You know, there's so much that I didn't know about efficiency, prospecting, building relationships. And it's not because I was incapable. Okay. It was, it wasn't because I was incapable. And that's just it. You might be capable of doing all of these things. You might be very skilled. You might be naturally talented at just being a really, 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 really amazing entrepreneur. But you, if you cannot actually practice any of these things, like practicality, creating tangible things, that, there's, there's a huge difference right there. Okay. And honestly, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, especially on social media right now, who are talking out of their asses. They think they know what they're talking about. They think that they're building the next greatest business. But you know what? When push comes to shove, 
is when you really test it. Okay. And as an entrepreneur, you know, there's going to be a lot of times when you'll feel like you're in foreign territory, where you'll feel lost. Do you know how many times I have literally, literally, and I'm getting some messages here. So <laughs> where I was going with that thought, I listen, I got distracted, right? Where I was going with this thought is that there's been so many times, especially in my own business, where I felt lost. I just didn't know what to do. It'd be different situations. Currently, I'm facing situations that I feel completely helpless. But here's the thing. You just got to keep going. You got to keep going. Okay? You cannot stop. You, you got to maintain being proactive. Keep doing what you've been doing. For instance, you know, one of the most fruitful things for me in 2020 that I did that really helped me skyrocket my business was that I really doubled down on personal branding and social video and my podcasts like this. And actually in 2020, come to think of it, did a lot more live episodes of the Ross Project. Hence why, in part, I'm coming slowly back to it. Also, in case you missed the last episode, the Roz Project now airs twice per week as opposed to three times. Up until the last probably six to eight months, I want to say roughly, there were three episodes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week that you could get of the Roz Project. And now we're only on Mondays and Fridays. And Mondays, or maybe even Fridays as well, are going to be live episodes with yours truly. You want to know why Why I started doing this? Is relatability and connectivity. When people see you in person, this is about the closest thing. Well, I shouldn't say in person because this is virtual. But this is about as close to in person, right? With, 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 with all the restrictions that are still in place. But when people see you like this, they can relate to you. They can relate to, you know, I'm, I'm a hand gestures guy. You know, I'm very transparent and very direct, very no bullshit. I cuss a lot, you know, and, and here's the reality of things. The, the types of people that I personally gravitate towards are the types of people that are going to be interested in getting to know me, the type of people that are going to want to do business with me, the type of people that are going to want to get more value out of me. And this is literally one of the biggest things that helped me grow my business, not just from a size perspective, but also from a revenue perspective in 2020. And it's because I realize how important awareness is. And a lot of you don't understand that. You don't understand the power of awareness. You don't understand the power of proximity. And that is probably one of the key, like relatability and proximity are two key differentiating factors because relatability, I mean, let's face it, you're not going to want to do business with people you can't relate to. So to give you a prime example, you know, I'm a car dude. So I'll, I'm an Audi guy. So I relate to a lot of people that drive Audis. I'm part of Facebook groups that, you know, Audi Facebook groups. You know, I get people on Instagram now that drive Audis that gravitate to my posts because of the relatability. You know, I'm uh, I can be a chatterbox also, so I I tend to relate to people who are chatterboxes. 
you know, um, other things also that I also wanted to share with you guys. So uh, I'm a cyclist. So anyone that's into cycling also, I'm going to relate to because there's so much really to talk about cycling, being out on the road. And, you know, um, I'm getting ready to do my uh, first Tough Mudder uh, Mother's Day weekend, which I am absolutely, absolutely frightened as hell, to be honest with you. Uh, and I'm frightened because it's something that I haven't done. But the reason I'm telling you this is that, so, you know, doing events, competitive events, cycling, golf, um, you know, just having good discussions with people that are open and transparent. In fact, that is literally my client base. And what you guys have to understand is this that, and I've learned this from someone who has spent $60 million on influencers, uh, a household name actually in our space, uh, not only an amazing entrepreneur, but, you know, uh, someone who has worked with some of the most prominent names in the world that you don't want to have 200 clients. Hell, you don't want to even want to have 2000 clients. Having 20 high paying clients who you can relate to, who like you, who trust you, and who see value for things, okay? If they see value in what you have to offer, that is far more beneficial than having to wiggle with people and, and deal with, with problematic people who are going to be a giant pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of the smallest pain clients that I have ever worked with have turned out to be the biggest pain in the ass because they're very demanding. They always want more for what they're paying. They don't necessarily value what you bring to the table because if they did, they would be paying more for that value. And here's one thing that I want to share with you that a lot of entrepreneurs simply fail to acknowledge, and that is the fact that your time is the most precious thing. Time is something that you will never get more of. Please, please cherish your time. My time is very valuable. And I make sure and I tell people that come to me and ask for help. And I said, look, here's how you can do something. But in reality of things, to do it correctly, that's where you hire me. Whether it's building a podcast, running Facebook ads, doing SEO, building a website, anything under the digital umbrella, they might be. Which leads me to the next thing that I want to talk about here. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking about you've lost before you've begun. And the mentality behind the subject is the fact that most entrepreneurs are completely incoherent as to what they're truly getting into. You have to identify your strengths. What are you really good at? Okay. You might be good at several things. You know, someone like me who's been in the digital space for over 25 years, there's a lot of shit that I've done. You know, I've built a lot of websites. I've generated millions of revenue in paid advertising for clients. I've been on social media for a long time and I've built valuable relationships with powerful people who have proximity and connections. I've expanded my network. You know, and that's just really the tip of the iceberg. So, yes, I am very fortunate to have those strengths. Now, the one strength that I developed, which, by the way, 
focusing on your strengths is probably one of the best things that you can do. You can always develop new strengths or as they say, new skills, but you should really focus on what you're really good at, what you're really good at, and then find other people who can help you in other aspects or, or as they say, your weaknesses. So here's an example. One of the things that I focused on into 2021 and over the next three years is to scale my team within three uh, razor sharp digital. Sure. I'm amazing at running Facebook ads and Google ads. I'm amazing at building WordPress websites and, and I'm amazing at ranking, you know, brands organically on, on Google specifically, you know, I'm amazing at creating, you know, conversion architecture and building plants. You know, I'm really good at a lot of different things because I've done it for a very long time. But here's the thing. As you scale and grow your business, because you will reach that point, you may have reached that point already. It just doesn't make sense for you to be doing all of those things because it's taking up your time and your time is extremely valuable. So you have to find ways of how to allocate your time more strategically. Okay. So for me, currently, I have someone full time who is handling all the social media endeavors and the blogging and the content, you know, and, and the social media management, the social media marketing for our clients. But I, ha I need more people, more resources to help me grow and scale so that we can start to work as a more well oiled machine. Because I'm a believer that teamwork makes the dream work. It is true. You're not going to be able to build an empire by yourself. You know, the Empire State Building wasn't built by one person. That's for sure. You know, so and that's probably one of the biggest struggles that that, you know, entrepreneurs face is that a lot of solopreneurs specifically want to do things on their own. And and some of it has to do because of cost. They think that, you know, if I if I outsource or if I hire someone to help me in my business, sure, it's going to cost more money. But think of it this way. And, and for me specifically, since I'm, this is a, I, I want to let you guys know of how focusing on your strengths is so important, finding other people to help you. So yes, I'm good at all the stuff that I mentioned. But I also know that I need to find someone to bring on my team to help me run all of the paid media for our clients. I need to bring on someone who has search engine optimization expertise full time. I need to bring in an account manager as well. Someone that can oversee the day-to-day -day operations when it comes to our clients specifically. Because for me to be doing all these things, it doesn't make sense. So the big question is, okay, Ivan, I'm going to focus on my strengths, okay? But now I'm going to find these people to help me do these other things, right? So now you're freeing up your time, right? Now, why is this important? You'll have to free up your time because when freeing up your time, you can focus on more important things and more high level things. Now, one other person I'm looking to bring on board in 2021 is someone to head the business development for my company, Razor Sharp Digital. And I already have an individual in mind. It's someone that I've been talking to, in fact, for about eight months now. That's another thing is this, that when you have someone that's so persistent and continuous, continuously interested, 
is a clear indication that there's someone that's committed. Because let's face it, nobody's going to chase an opportunity for an opportunity like, you know, coming to work for a startup like Razor Sharp Digital, where there are just so many unforeseen things and so much uncertainty, unless you truly believe that you had it inside yourself. So we're talking about four additional resources that I want to bring on board to be able to scale and grow my business. And that's essential. You have to do that for a lot of different reasons. You know, you're going to be able to have more coverage. You want to be able to handle a higher workload. You're going to be able to bring on more clients and, and again, do more work. But that's just it. Again, to circle back around to this is focus on your strengths. What are you really good at? And find others to compliment you in your business specifically. Now, one of the other things that has really helped me that I want to share with you guys, you know, is finding like-minded people, surrounding myself with people who have similar goals and dreams. And I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I have pretty big goals and I understand that making those goals, those dreams a reality, which one of my dreams actually came to reality this year. And it was a little bit unexpected. It was a little bit unplanned, but it happened. And that's just it is just that, you know, when opportunities come about, you have two options, seize the opportunity or let it pass you. And that's what a lot of people do is they let those opportunities pass them because they're unsure of how they should act in certain situations. What I'm talking about here is that I purchased one of my three dream cars which was an Audi A6. I, I've, I've shared it on my Instagram as well. There's a couple of posts that, you know, talk about, um, you know, how all that happened also. So definitely go and check it out on my Instagram, the search for Ivan Tamokov, and you can find me uh, on there. But, you know, when that opportunity presented itself, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little hesitant, you know, and then I thought to myself, Ivan, this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. This was one of your dreams. You wanted to own this, this, this elegant, this exquisite piece of German engineering, which I've been a huge fan of for the last 10 years. And in case you're wondering, <laughs> when it comes to cars specifically, and we're talking about dreams here, is that an Audi A6 S-Line also, so it's a supercharged vehicle, was one of my three dream cars. The other one is an Audi R8, and the third one is a Lamborghini Huracan. Well, those are my, those are as part of my dream in terms of owning cars. A part of that dream happened. And one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand is this that if you don't surround yourself with like minded people, then it's not going to help your chances. If you don't find people who are going to support you, in your goals, in your dreams, and encourage you. And, and mind you, it doesn't have to be a shit ton of people. That's that's another misconception. It's people think that, especially in social media, that you know, if I get a lot of followers or a lot of friends on my Facebook profile or a lot of connections on LinkedIn, that that's going to increase the chances of finding people who are going to support, encourage you, or in fact, are like-minded like you. Now, that's bullshit. I literally have a handful of people, literally. A handful of people. That's five people. Five people. Not 50, not 500, not 50,000, not 500,000, definitely not 5 million for sure. Five people that have supported me since day one 
unconditionally, no matter what, whether I succeeded or failed. And you know what's really mesmerizing about that is when you find like-minded people who want the same things that you do, not to mention they support and encourage you, support and encourage you unconditionally. Now, how you can know that they're like-minded and supportive specifically is that when shit hits the fan, watch who's standing by your side. Do you want to know how you can truly tell who's someone, how someone is truly supportive of you? Well, watch what they do when shit hits the fan. Okay? Are they going to sit there and tell you, well, that's another fucking failure, Ivan. You know, uh, maybe, you, maybe you should change, you know, your approach. Or maybe you should throw in the towel, Ivan. You know, like, like I had an old boss of mine tell me that many times. Someone that I helped make a shit ton of money. A shit ton of money had the audacity to tell me that and say, Ivan, you're not cut out for this entrepreneurship stuff. You're going to have a lot of those people. But you need to filter out those naysayers. Filter out the naysayers. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody on social media is going to tell you that they're like-minded. And they're supportive. They support your goals and dreams. They're there for you. But in reality, it's only about 1% of people who will actually do that. That's why I told you. A handful of people that are like-minded and supportive that I have in my network. And this is something I also talk about from a marketing standpoint that I want to share with you guys. Look, you don't need to have a massive network. You don't need to have a shit ton of people, a shit ton of likes or comments or views on social media. Because all it really takes is one relationship to change your life. One relationship. This is why I personally never gave a shit about vanity metrics. And I shouldn't, so I want to retract that because I don't want someone to come back and say something ludicrous. In the earlier days, when I started out, especially in the marketing space and social media, I used to worry about likes and comments and shares and, you know, all these vanity metrics. I mean, this was probably 15 plus years ago at this point. And that's just said is that you are an evolution and you have to embrace that. So as I evolved and grew, as I changed my mind and my perspective on things, as I focused more on personal development, I realized how intricate it is that it's really only about one relationship. One relationship, one like-minded people, one like-minded person, one truly supportive person that will change your life, that will change your business forever. And I'm telling you this because I've lived it. I live it still. And a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand that because they're so worried about, you know, impacting many, helping many people or serving many customers. I should say when they can't even serve one. Literally. That is most that is what most solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small to medium-sized businesses are doing in 2021. They're so focused on how do we can we create mass perception? How can we help as many people as possible? How about you start with one person? And this is why I'm such a huge fan of 
being in the DMs on social media and and having those personal conversations and you know sitting down and leveling eye to eye with people. You know, one of my clients we literally set by a bonfire earlier this year. You know, just just drank and 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 shot the shit and talked. You know, just we're building that relationship. It was a one-on-one. And that's what a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand is that, look, finding like-minded people, they're going to support you also or have similar or the same goals and dreams like you is only few in between. Okay? Because everybody will tell you that they fall into that gamut of things, but there's only a few that actually do it. And that's the difference. Okay. And so I want to continue on. And again, if you're just tuning in, my name is Ivan Temelkov. Of course, I'm your host. This is the Roz Project. You can text me directly at 314-916-4875. It's my private line. If you want to reach me, uh, just really anything, anything you want to have a conversation, whatever, just shoot me a text message. I'm very responsive. Now, We're talking about you've lost before you've begun. Okay, that is the topic of this episode. Be prepared for the long haul. You know, look, you know, I've been in the digital space for 25 years. And let me tell you, you know, it's an ever changing landscape. And that's what makes it so challenging because I feel like. You know, there could there, there could be a day that's coming where I could be out of business. And in fact, every day sometimes feels like that. Because I think one of the biggest misconceptions, and I mentioned it earlier, especially with entrepreneurs, is just that they think that you're going to scale and grow and get successful overnight. And that just doesn't happen. You know, in fact, I know a lot of people that have been in business for 30 years even. And honestly, they talk about the fact that being a lifelong learner and realizing that there's always something new that you can learn out there that you don't know that can be beneficial to you, to your life, to your business. Those are the types of people that I'm a huge fan of. And so, yeah, 25 years I've been in the digital space. Do do I wish that I would have accomplished more? Of course. Of course. Now, am I going to look back at the past and say, you know, I wish I would have done something differently or dwell on my shortcomings or my mistakes? And I've made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes and I continue to make mistakes every single day. But honestly, I have transformed my mindset. This is why on this podcast, we also talk about personal development. I've transformed my mindset into thinking and realizing, I should say, why this is so key, realizing that that one epic win is worth the battle. Literally, because you know what? They wouldn't call it an epic win if it wasn't epic. And so here's a prime example. You know, I, one of our largest paying clients, I spent six months building a relationship, six months showing this guy that I wasn't just a rudimentary marketer. Six months showing him that I'm indeed an anomaly in a good way because I do things 
very unconventional. I do things very unorthodox. I don't give two fucking shits about what people think of me because I know that I'm capable. I know that I'm talented. I know that I'm intelligent. I know I can generate results if only given the opportunity. But you know what? Enticement is a bitch. To entice people nowadays is a lot harder than ever before. In fact, when I talk about this with my clients, I have to explain to them that the average consumer, so I'm a consumer, you, you ladies and gentlemen are consumers as well, absorbs content on the internet through five different platforms. They search, they go on social, they go on YouTube. Hence why this podcast is being streamed in video and in audio. And we're looking to do other things constantly to help evolve and grow it as well. It's because enticement, cultivating attention, which is the top of the sales funnel, is one of the most challenging things to do. And this is why we actually currently have a client who understands the intricacy of just generating awareness because they believe that they're the best at what they do. But guess what? If you don't tell the world that you are the best at what you do, if you don't show them, if you're not persistent in it, then nobody really gives a shit. And so 25 years in the digital space is a long time. In fact, I mean, 13 years alone being in the agency world. 10 years of trial and failure, a lot of failure in the agency world, you know, but never gave up, never gave up. And I'm not about to give up because things are just getting interesting. But that's just said, look, entrepreneurship is a whole different beast. It'll impact every aspect of your life and your livelihood. You know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a head of household. I mean, there's, there's so much, so much, so many responsibilities. Honestly, there are days where I literally stop and say, what in the fuck, Ivan? Like, how do you even manage this? And you know what? Those are the times that I have to step back and say, you know what? That's because you've been doing what you've been doing. When you put in hard work, dedication, commitment for a long period of time, and you don't have any expectations, you just do it out of the sheer passion and love for what you do. As they say, there won't be a day in your life where it feels like you're working because what you're doing is something that you truly love. And that's me. I love digital. I love social media. I'm fucking good at it. I can generate great results for my clients, but only those who are committed to be able to grow and scale their brands. And mind you, that's not everybody. <laughs> that's the saddening truth. It's not everybody. But should I say, well, Ivan, you've been 25 years, you know, in the space. You, you should probably be a millionaire by, by now. Says who? Sure. Yeah, I, I, I want to be a millionaire. And I think we're en route to that. My business, Razor Sharp Digital, in the next 18 months, we'll see some of the biggest growth he has ever seen during the last five years. You want to know why? It's because I'm tripling down on what I've been doing. And that's just it. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, this is a key lesson for you, think that time determines your success. How much time 
has gone by and whether or not you've accomplished certain things in that time. So let, let, that, let that settle settle in. And look, the very last thing we're talking about, you've lost before you've begun, talking about the mentality behind how most entrepreneurs have already lost before they've even started because largely because of this. They're not in the right mindset. They're not doing the right things. They're incoherent. They need to learn more. The very last thing, the very last thing I want to talk about is that success is not guaranteed. In fact, most entrepreneurs have no fucking clue what success means to them. They're embracing success based on what other people have told them that success should be, which is money. Most entrepreneurs think that, look, if I make a lot of money, I'm successful. Maybe. Is that your definition of success? Is more money guaranteed though? Is success guaranteed to you? No, it's not. It's not. It was never guaranteed to me, and it's not going to be guaranteed for you. The only way you're going to be able to solidify a strong footprint and increase your chances of success is by doing unconditional hard work with zero expectations and just continuously moving forward. That's about as simple as I can put it. Now, on the flip side of that, I want to talk about success for a minute and what success is. Well, success is only good as to what it means to you, but you have to determine the meaning of success to you. You know, when I first started my business, I used to think that, okay, if I made more money, that will be success and I will be able to pay my bills down, save some money, you know, start to build my legacy, you know. Uh, save some money aside for my kids, for a college fund, if that's what they decide to do. And then I realized that, okay, is that my definition of success or is that what most people do? And I've just been swayed by what everybody else is doing. Well, then it really boiled down to these three things for me. One, it was family. So the meaning of success has three meanings to me or three things that fall under the success bucket. Okay. One is family. I've achieved that. Two is health and fitness still in progress. I feel like that's going to be an indefinite uh, work in progress. And number three is entrepreneurship slash business. That's definitely an indefinite work in progress. So. Actually, in reality, all three of those are indefinite work in pro progress because, you know, success takes work. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. It takes continued pursuit. From a family standpoint, for me, and the reason I told you those three things is because you have to define what success means to you. And if it's just money, then maybe that's enough of a motivation for you. But solely motivated by money doesn't have any purpose. It can be a motivator, but it's not a purpose. And when it comes to success, success isn't guaranteed. So mind you, for me, it wasn't guaranteed that, you know, I'll be successful on the family front. I feel like there's some days where I'm not successful. It's a continuous work in progress. 
health and fitness. <laughs> Where do I start with that one? You know, I have failed with that for years. So I'm not even nowhere being successful, as successful I want to be on that front. But I'm making strides. And that is the key differentiating factor here. Making continuous strides. And then the third one, entrepreneurship and business. That's a never-ending thing. You know, I got into entrepreneurship is because I love the hustle. I love the grind. I love the spontaneity of things. And once I got into it full-time and removed the fear factor from the equation, then I realized how much more I actually enjoy that. But that's what you need to do. Okay? You need to define what success means to you. You need to, to define your path. You need to create some structure of how you're going to get to success. What are you going to do? How are you going to approach it? And just be vigilant in your pursuit of doing those things. Because that's what most people don't do. So suddenly the little things have the biggest impact. This is why I'm such a huge proponent for communication, for being actionable, for being proactive, always making strides, no matter what, because I'm not always going to get it right. But it's important to keep pushing forward. That's how you're going to get closer to success. Okay? So you've lost before you've begun is indeed, as one of the Facebook users said while we were on the live, a rabbit hole topic. Because a lot of entrepreneurs don't truly know what they really want before they actually start a business. I want you to figure that out. Plan. Start out and say, okay, I'm going to start this business. I've got a great idea. I think I can monetize it. Here's how I'm going to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just write it down in a couple of sentences. I'm telling you this because I've notoriously struggled in that aspect. I mean, I knew in my mind what I wanted to do before I started my business, but that's continuing to flush out. And especially over the last five years, it has been an ever-evolving thing, and it will continue to grow and evolve as the dynamics change. But principally, principally, there needs to be a core component as to why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you start a business? Why, why did you start a business? Why? What's the reason? Okay? And then reverse engineer that. And every single day remind yourself, you know, like today's Monday. Most people dread Mondays. Which, by the way, if you're an entrepreneur and you dread Mondays, you should probably rethink your approach. Okay? Because for, for me, Mondays are usually the busiest days. And for a very long time, I used to sort of build up anxiety towards Mondays. You know, like I just didn't want to face them because they were so challenging and so jam-packed. And, you know, they would just sort of fly in a blink of an eye because I had so much to do. Every single Monday is what it seemed like. Okay? But here's the thing. Every morning, whether it's a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I wake up with the realization that there's a why behind what I'm doing. And my why is my family, my business, everything that I do. 
everything that I'm striving for to create impact in the world correlates back to them. They are my everything. My kids are everything. I want to give them the entire world. I want to be able to be able to, to create opportunities for them that I never had. So they can be explorational. They can be creative. They can chase their goals and dreams. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yes, I love what I do from a business standpoint, but that's what you need to figure out. Because once you get started, it becomes a lot tougher. You know, there's something that an old boss of mine said that, that I want to share with you guys in closing, and that is, you know, the difference between a $5,000 per month client and a $50,000 or $500,000 per month client is that you're just operating on the larger scale. You have to be even more diligent as to how you approach things. You have to be more structured. You have to be more disciplined. You have to be more fulfilling. And I believe you, ladies and gentlemen, watching and listening to this episode of The Roz Project can get to that point. But you will need to continue moving forward in a resilient fashion. <laughs> and that's really all that I want to share with you on this episode. This was an episode that we talked about why you've lost before you've begun the Roz project with yours truly, Ivan Tumelkov. And again, if you didn't get a chance to watch us live in video on Facebook, on Periscope, YouTube, LinkedIn Live, Twitch, also, you can pick up this audio episode later on today on all the major podcasting outlets simply by searching for The Roz Project. And last but not least, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me, the world to me. If you took a moment to share a review, you can just search The Roz Project on Apple or in your web browser and then just submit a review. It would mean the world to me. Ladies and gentlemen, have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Roz Project. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.